ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends from all over the world, welcome to another episode of the Birds at Bush. I'm your host, Josh Edwards, and with me as always, my buddy out east, Jordan Maroney. Jordan, how are you doing this evening? Doing quite well. How about yourself, good sir? Good, good. It's been a fairly decent week, so, you know, things are cooking. Had a great episode of uh, Seventh Day on Monday, one good one on Friday, and then uh, we got the really big uh, MLB season preview on Monday night. It's going to be a two-hour special. Uh, you're going to see everybody from the baseball network come on at some point, so make sure you jump in and out. Um, I'll be there the entire time. Uh, Jordan's actually going to be on in two different segments, so um, you get to meet everybody from the baseball family. Um, so come on by Monday night, drop in. If you can't stay for the whole thing, pop in and out as you please. And meet all of our different baseball people. But Jordan, let's get started and let's cover some Cardinal baseball. How about it? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> well, do you want to start off with world baseball classic coverage or do we want to start talking yes. about? Yes, okay. let's do world baseball classic because right. I'm having a blast watching it. So this is, we're specific about the Cardinals. Oh, no, no, but I'm having a blast watching it. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Good. Dude, it has been a ton of fun this season. Um, I think, you know, the wait of not having it in so long um, and waiting as long to have another one, I think it's part of it. A lot of it's – there's just a lot of really, really, really great talent this year in the WBC. I I love seeing it. It, It's – they should do this every other year. Oh my goodness! That'd be that'd be like like seeing the talent from other countries is like like um, like U.S. Not trying to brag, but I am because United States rocks is like good in literally everything they do. But baseball, they have hardcore legit competition, and it's very competitive. And it's like there's no there's no like uh, like really in my opinion no favorite to win it all you could really see a ton of different teams win it um but then also seeing like like funny thing is having nolan and uh pete alonzo on the same team after they had the little skirmish last year i love seeing that so i'm a huge 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 fan of the wbc i hope we win tonight we play in about like 20 20 25 minutes so if we win, so we we'll give you to the quarterfinals. We'll give you updates on uh, what's going on while we're broadcasting. Um, so who's been your uh, standout player uh, from the St. Louis Cardinals, this WBC? Nolan. Really? He's your standout player? That man's eating. He's hitting very, very well. Uh, his defense is his defense. Um, like, there's not much to complain about his game at all. Um, and I'm trying to think of the other Andre Plante is looking pretty good over in Italy. Uh, that's a nice, that's a nice thing to, uh, thing to see because we need that. Um, Goldschmidt's playing all right. Um, trying to think of all the other Cardinals. I haven't seen much of Gallegos play. Has has he been doing well? I haven't seen any, I haven't seen him once. I haven't got to watch every game, but. I mean, I'm watching enough that. Well, I I don't pick up any of the games that are out east. Why not? Like far east, like Asia. Oh, I'm not saying enough for those. I'm watching highlights. Yeah, I mean. Uh, and Lars Newbar's killing it. Same there with, we go. That's uh, yeah. That's what I was waiting on. Because <laughs> I was like, really? No, are we going to duke Lars it out is- to start the show? <laughs> no, Lars. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest. My whole hatch space was on the United States. So I totally forgot about Lars. <laughs> um, uh, but no, like, serious, like, Lars Newbar is playing outstanding. How, what is he hitting right now? He's hitting like 400, right? He hits something stupid. And he's got an entire country behind him. I know, which means. I mean, it could mean some things down the road. Shohei Otani. I don't know about that, but we may pick up some other good talent out of Japan. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Well, we do have that one kid. Uh, one kid is he Korean or uh, is he? Wait, no, is he Korean or is he Japan? Who? Uh, we signed that one like nineteen-year-old, like a, like a year or two back. I don't know. 
Oh, well, I remember him because he brought his dog and it was it was really cute. He has a golden retriever. It's adorable. But uh so, I want to point out another one because Warren beat me to it. <clears throat> Mr. Bro Neal is playing extremely well for this absolutely horrendous Team Canada. Um, you said his name is Bro Neal. It's Thick Daddy Tyler oh, Bro Neal. Okay, I, that's <laughs> sorry. Mess that one up. My bad. Um, but uh, he is. I mean, if he hits like this during the regular season, holy smokes! We According to you, that's great trade bait. Well, that's great trade bait. One or you can't pass on a guy who's hitting the way he's hitting right now. Um, right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I think it definitely increases his trade value. There's no way he's with the team come the postseason unless he's leading the team in basically every category. He's in the top three. Um, but I mean, he's just play, he's just playing really solid ball right now. It's really good to see uh, for the yes, Cardinals as an organization. It's good to see for him on a personal note. Uh, you know, he's had such a rough go of it with injuries, and, and we know he's this insanely talented player. I mean, he's got all the speed in the world. He's great defensively. We've seen him at his best just absolutely handle a bat. And oh, absolutely. Smoke it. So I want to see him do well. I don't see him being a part of the organization long term. So that – I want to see him play as well as he can that we can still afford to trade him and still make a deep run in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm looking for his stats. Because um, I'm curious on this. Dude, I know huh? he went four for four the other night and scored five runs. Right. Because he was walked twice, too. Canada found it. He's leading the team in batting average. You want to guess what it is? 421. Higher. 476. Higher. 489. Higher. 501. 615. What? Man, I knew he was hitting good. I didn't really need to do that. Freddie, for and I know averages and everything, but I, I still okay, fine. a good bad Let's average. do OPS. What's his OPS? I don't know. 920? 1.491. <laughs> oh, so... since batting average. Since batting average isn't everything, let's look at uh, OPB. OBP. There we go. What is that? Well, shoot, man. If he's hitting 600, that's, he's got to be, what, 750? 722. 722? For and once, I was let's, over. Let's end it with a slugging percentage, which is a little bit less, but he's not – he's still hitting – very is a very good slugging percentage. Four seventy five, seven sixty nine. <laughs> He's second behind. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Julian. Jeez. And he has zero stolen bases. That's a shame. That is a shame. But maybe they don't want to get him hurt. Maybe they. Maybe the Cardinals said he can't steal. All right. He struck out four <laughs> times. I'll, that's fine with that batting average. Uh, five walks. Nice. Uh, hang on. Uh, come on. Uh, he has. Oh shoot! No, I don't want these. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, I know Tommy Edmond got pulled in a game. He got pulled? Yeah, in one game. Why? Uh, I don't know. I saw it online. Oh, is he not he playing was, well? I don't know if he wasn't playing well or wasn't hitting well, but so I saw some headline that said he got pulled in the middle of the game. Which, I mean, Hopefully he's not teams, hurt. But Hopefully yeah, he's not hurt. Something we'd have to check into. But all right, so Tommy Edmund, dear goodness, these Koreans get on base. 
No, I kid you not. One through ten have a above a thousand uh, OPS. Oh, wow, that's ridiculous. And then, oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so we have uh, in their lineup. We have three guys over six hundred. Uh, we have two guys at five hundred. Four guys over four hundred. And then we have one guy in 300, and everybody else is in the hundreds. Tommy's not playing well. Okay. I knew, I figured when he got pulled, it was because of the bat. I wouldn't expect him to have a bad outing defensively. Uh, let's go to the to the guy that my dad was very rude to me uh, with not letting me get on my uh, fantasy team. It was down to one second, and he decides to click bid, knowing that I could not outbid him. He knows that he was in the wrong, and I am mad at him. Uh, Lars Newtbar. <laughs> How much did Dad buy Lars Newtbar for? Uh, was it thirteen or fourteen dollars? Yeah, he'll he'll respond. I think it was fourteen, fourteen or thirteen. I can't remember. I was really bummed out. I was really angry. Um, I'm with your dad on this one. If you don't have the money to bid on it, it's not your fault. It's not his fault. Why can't he improve his team? Okay. All right. All right. All right, Bucko. Relax. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, Lars Newtbar is batting. Uh, any guess? I'm going to stick with 450. 429. Okay. Still really good. Yeah. Uh, his OPS, 1008 $13. Thirteen. I had Thank a max Lord. bid of twelve. It was, you know, I spent I spent my load really quickly on accidents. <laughs> uh, well, I got your back, Warren. I defended you, man. Uh, Remember that down the road. <laughs> on base percentage is uh, five seventy nine, and his slugging is sitting at a pretty good number. At uh, come on, at four twenty nine, it's not bad. It's doable. Take that. Yeah. He he only has three strikeouts, same as Otani. So it wasn't an accident. <laughs> He's burning you on live. I know. Like a live stream. He is burning you. Uh, no love lost there, buddy. No, no, no. And that's why he's in my division, so I can beat him twice this year. <laughs> Warren's playing head games, and I love it. <laughs> but um, but no, uh, Cardinals in the WBC, uh, the ones that I've been seeing are performing well, probably except Tommy Edmund. The Japanese and the Korean games are very difficult to watch because I'm usually asleep. So, I, I haven't watched any of them. No, I've only seen highlights and then seen, oh, Lars Newbar with another diving catch out in center. Should he be our center fielder? So this is something I want to talk to you about tonight. Because I was talking to a buddy at work today, and and he still is he still backs Carlson, which is fine. I get it. Carlson's still young; he's developing. <clears throat> we could trade him off, and this year and in two years he may have be an all star, and then be an all star for the next six. You know, if he can ever figure it all out and put it all together. So he says no because he's not fast enough, and Dylan's faster. He says, Lars just can't cover the ground. He goes, honestly, I'd rather have Jordan Walker in center field. And I was like, I agree with you. All right. All right. How credible is this guy that you're talking to? Um, I know he was a college standout. Full ride. Baseball. Doesn't mean he knows about Dylan Carlson's amazing skill as of late. It's his opinion, and he's. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, opinions are opinions are one hundred percent allowed. Uh, like, like uh, I like Dylan. Still, I'm a huge supporter of him. As uh, still, however, because well, I say we should trade Dylan, he's like, no, we shouldn't trade Dylan. That's we should trade from. Dylan. We should, we should have traded him last season because you know what we would have. Uh, highly overpaid, high, highly paid player, and. 
we'd be sitting with Ian Kisner as our catcher. Juan Soto. And we wouldn't have a catcher. Says who? You people don't understand. The money has to come from somewhere. They're only willing to spend so much. Yeah, yeah. And we know that the Cardinals have more significantly more money than what they shell out. Yeah, but they're not willing to spend it. Yeah. That's called being le cheap. No. Called being economically efficient, understanding what's going on in the world. Hmm. When other teams are out here making big money moves, Cardinals are also not a back huge market team. They're a mid market team. They're one of the they spend within mid market prices should be spent. I would like them to see it up at two hundred million, but I don't want to see it more than that because I don't want to see tickets go through the roof. It's already stupid expensive to go to a game and enjoy it. That is true. That is true. So I mean, you raise that that payroll up to two twenty five or whatever the first level of the luxury tax is. Where's that money come from? That comes from our ticket prices, parking, everything else. Cardinals always sell out. <laughs> He is on it tonight. I love it. Um, <clears throat> so that's my whole thing of that is the main reason. I would rather be able to go to the ballpark and enjoy a game with my family or my friends than see my team spend $250 million a year on a roster and my tickets have gone up 30% cost. You know, I'm, that's just not something I'm – that's not – no, it's not worth it to me that much. I'll take time-tested tradition the way we've always done it. and Still need to improve on that, but I'll take going through the farm system rather than going out and buying players. I, I mean, there has to be like a time to where we can buy players. We have – we've really – our last player that we bought was, was Wilson Contreras. We haven't really bought anybody. We traded for other people. Like – like there's pieces that we still need to get done and none of those pieces are going to get filled if we don't go out and splurge like our pitching our our pitching in our farm system nobody's ready absolutely nobody's ready tink is young and he's looking good he's not ready though and so like we really have to we really have to think like in areas to where we can improve, we aren't improving. We're just letting it ride out and then waiting a couple of years for that next big standout to come out of the farm system. We need to just we need to get that one ace, just one, and then we're good. We had our chance to get Collars Run done. We did not get him. We had our chance to get. Um, um, oh shoot! Oh, sign back Quintana. Who's hurt? I I hope he has a speedy recovery. Um, and I would have I would most definitely like to have him back. So there's there's areas that we could have improved on if we would have spent the coin for it. And but they're just scared. They're scared to spend it, and I don't get it. I, I I'm with you that there are needs that need to be met. They could have been more active. Um, they didn't want to trade basically any of the prospects this offseason. If you really look at it, we didn't trade any of our top 100, top 150 prospects. Because I'm still considering, because Yepes is not a regular in the everyday lineup. So I'm still calling you know, Yepes a prospect because we don't know what he's really going to be as a full-time player. Libertor is a prospect. Um, Graceffo, Thompson, Gorman. To me, is still a prospect. Walker, Win, all those guys. Um, Walker and Win are untouchable. Well, yeah, but they didn't want to, they didn't want to trade nobody, right? So obviously, they have all the faith and all the youth they have since they trade since they changed the way they do their scouting and their recruiting and everything. Or not recruiting, but their scouting and their drafting. They changed they changed their whole process on that what five six years ago, and and now we're kind of getting flooded. I think they're really just waiting. To kind of do what the Braves have done. If you want to be real, I think they're trying to follow that path. They've seen what the Braves have done over the last two years, three years, why getting got certain guys on contracts at young ages. Like I would not be surprised if halfway through the season we see Jordan Walker with a ten year 
you know, $120 million deal. Bro, that would be such a steal. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I think I'm not saying that they're doing this, but I'm saying I could see this with the way I'm we're watching things develop. They have all this young premium talent. They want to build around this team for the next decade. So I think they're going to try to take a, a Braves approach and start scooping these guys while they're young, as long as they still have real potential. Because if it ends up not working out, they still can trade off that contract because it's power. So what I'm looking, so what I'm looking up, because you did bring up a good point about the Braves, and um, I'm checking to see if they, when they went into like a like a little little spell to where nobody was called up yet, I'm trying to find when that started. Uh, it looks like it started. No, I'm not. All right, 2020 does does not exist to me. Yeah, 2020 doesn't count. Truthfully, they didn't start blowing up until so 2017. They had 72 wins, 90 losses. Okay, I thought it was 15 or 16. I couldn't. And then yeah, I wasn't sure. 2018, I think, is when all the young bucks were coming up. We had our Austin Rileys. We had Ronald Acuna. We had Ozzy Albies. Um, Max Freed. Um, some other young guys that um, I can't think of. And Strider was last, like, like. Well, yeah, Strider and the other and the other kid were both last year. Michael Harris, like, like my goodness, like you do bring up a really good point when it comes down to the. Sorry, I'm adjusting my seat. When you bring up the farm system, you make a really good point with that, a hundred percent. But do you know how rare that is that it actually works, though? I, I understand that, but what is that though? That is the most economically efficient way to build a successful team. It, Draft well, pay them long term or mid term at a decent price that's palatable to trade off if you need to or have to, and then you should have sustained success. I mean, I agree with you. They should go out and, and spend a little bit of money. Then why the heck did then why the heck did we trade Sandy Alcantara for uh, Marcelo Zuna? I completely agree with Warren. 100% agree. This is this is why I think they're afraid to trade off prospects. So I think they're going to figure out what their prospects are. And I think we're going to see our World Series run, you know, that, that everybody talks about how a team has a window. I think we're seeing that in 2028, 29, 30, 31, maybe 32. That's what I'm thinking the game plan is. Oh, they're the playing Cardinals? the long game, the, 100%. And uh, so I when they. Sooner, like 20, like 2026, 27. Okay. So you think the window opens up a little bit earlier than I do? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm talking about long-term window. Six, yeah, that's what I'm talking about chance. too. Like our dominating so, okay. period. See, I'm thinking it's going to last a little longer because these kids that we're talking about right now are 19 and 20. Baseball players right. in their prime from what, 26 to 32? So Maybe. I'm thinking it starts in five yeah. years, six years, and lasts for another six years. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Well, well, I mean, I mean that is a good point though. Like, uh, like we have traded prospects. However, we need to be smarter with the prospects that we actually trade, though, because when it came down to uh, Juan Soto, I I like bringing him up because he's a prime example of of a bag fumbled. Um, because we had they they were willing to uh, depart from Libertor and then Burleson. All the and the last piece they wanted was Dylan Carlson, and so when you look at Dylan Carlson's performance last year and the year prior, granted the year prior was his rookie season. Rookie seasons aren't supposed to be batting close to three hundred; they're supposed to be like middle of the pack, like two fifty, maybe a little bit higher. Typically, it's a very average season. That's a good season for a rookie, um, and it was a good, it was a good one. However. They had they put I feel like they put a lot of faith in that guy, but then also they've also proved that the Cardinals have untouchables. Mason Wynn was never brought up. They, they were never going to trade him, and they were never going to trade Jordan Walker. And then they're also um, oh shoot, who who oh, it was a pitcher, it was a pitcher. Graceffo. Was it Graceffo that they were refusing to trade to? That's what I thought. Who I thought it was. Yeah, I That's think I, I think I think it's Graceffo, uh, the guy that they're refusing to trade. 
Like they have all like they've came up with three people. Sandy Alcantara should have been one of those three people. And and the Miami Marlins got a deal out of it, and now he's on a crappy team. So the Zach Gallon one we couldn't have predicted. So I'm not mad at that one personally. He wasn't a top prospect when he came in. Um so I that one I'm gonna give that one a pass personally. But the Sandy one, I'm not giving that a pass. He was too high of a pickup. And Marcelo Zuna, for the two years that we had him on a contract, does not make any sense. Oh, Adam's joined the party. <laughs> What's oh, up, you Lordy. bastard? Um, no, I mean, I get, I get where you're at on that, man. 100%. Like, that's a good argument, too. I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I like I'm, but I'm, I know what I think I'm seeing. So. You, yeah, 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 yeah. And I get it. I get it. But but then also, I do. I will. I will say this. I will say this. I feel like I feel like our outfield is good. Our outfield doesn't need it. So this we're gonna segue. We're gonna segue. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. So our outfield's good. If we have the Tyler O'Neill that's playing in the WBC and the Tyler O'Neill that played the second half of 2021, we're set. We're looking good. Uh, when it comes down to our uh, center fielder, well, no, no, he is our center fielder. Scratch that. Yeah. All right. I was supposed to go the right, wrong way. I'm so used to him being left field. I, I apologize. Let me start over. Left field. <laughs> Assuming we call up Jordan Walker, uh, and also you're going to be disappointed. I did not draft him on my team. I know. It's sad. Um, it's a very sad day, yeah. He was going for $18, and it was like really early in the draft. It was really early in the draft. Oh. I was saving my money for my big, my big, big players. So you got to understand, I had zero people on my team at this point. It was like round one. And then somebody threw Jordan Walker out there. I was like, no, I'm not wasting $18 this early. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have been able to do that either. No, yeah. Sorry it, to interrupt. Oh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But, you know, it's really sad. But anyway, um, left field, assuming Jordan Walker gets called up, if he's playing the way that he's playing in spring training, if he is playing up to his potential, lock. If we have uh, the Tyler O'Neill that played in the second half of 2021 – and then the WBC Tyler O'Neill that's batting six freaking hundred. <laughs> we are set because we know in the WBC uh, they're not playing against they're playing against some scrub pitchers, but there's some pitchers that are actually really really good. So you got to give him some credit there. And then we have Lars Newbar, probably the biggest improvement uh, on the team. Period. Nobody's improved as much as he has. And he has proven that when playing in Japan. And then hopefully when it comes down to translating to the regular season in uh, uh, baseball this year. Now let's go to the infield. We have Nolan Arnado. Enough said. We have Paul Goldschmidt. Enough said. And then we have Tommy Edmond and Brendan Donovan. Donovan decides to bulk the hell up. <laughs> and... and is leading the team in home runs. Obviously, it's four, but it's spring training, so nobody – he's not playing every game. But uh, And he's faster, it looks like. He's faster. He's bulked up. And his defense is still really good because he can literally play any position except pitcher and catcher, which I would not be surprised. Hey, come throw in relief, and he throws nine, 99 miles per hour. And then we have our shortstop, Tommy Edmond, who's looked a little rough in the WBC, but that could be just him getting the rust take, uh, off of him. I'm not worried about it. He's a very good utility man, very fast individual as well. Uh, we'll give you those really good contact numbers, and I think he will continue to do that. Then we got our newcomer, Wilson Contreras. We finally have a catcher that can hit well. I know everybody, every Cardinals fan is a huge Yadier Molina fan, but he is not a good hitter. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
the last four years of his career, he was not a good hitter at all. The previous four years, he was a good hitter. The previous four years to that, he was a very, very good hitter. And that was probably his prime at swinging the bat. He got That's old. Good. It happens. All right, all right, all right. So in his really good seasons, in his really good seasons, his hitting was at, in his standards, up here. But if you were to compare him to the best catcher in that time period, Buster Posey, <laughs> Buster literally destroys him in all the categories except for defense. Yes, and Yachty destroys and, Buster in all the categories uh, except offense. Uh, so it depends is, on what you want. Buster's defense was good, though. He was good, you but he still wasn't nearly you run the, on he, that man. He, he was he's not even he's only half the player Yachty is. All right, all right, all right, all right. He's the offensive half. We're we're not gonna stay on this real long because <laughs> we have other things we have to talk about, but I do hey, have to Hey, you're this the one question. who started it. Where do you have Buster Posey ranked in catchers? Like all and time. Where do you, and yeah, and where do you have Yachty? Top ten. Where do you have Yachty? Top three. See, that's where you're wrong. Well, because I'll be honest with you, I don't know if Buster makes the top five. He's probably five or six, maybe seven. But I would have to go, like, look at everybody. and I would have to do a real deep dive on that. Because I don't even think I – I wouldn't put Yachty first. So I got to go run the numbers to figure out if he falls three, four, or five. Should you follow what I'm saying? Like if I'm gonna do that list, I gotta make sure I get all my stuff right. Oh, I think there you are. No, I was not frozen. I was just sitting there. Oh, okay. Still. Well, you were frozen then because you were. I was like, yeah. ah, that that that's a conversation for another day. Save that for the off season. Well, well my I will I will I will say I will say this. Yadi's one of my favorite players of all time. He's the greatest defensive catcher. Period. No questions about it. Point and blank. No defensive, no catchers better than him defensively. Okay. Okay, so that automatically puts him in the top two. No. It has to. If he's the best defensive catcher of all time, in your opinion. Offense. That's what I'm saying. Either either he's one or he's two because he's got to be one of the two best ever. But then you also have catchers like Pudge uh, Pudge Rodriguez, who's good on. Both both sides wasn't as good as right. Yadi defensively, but he's really freaking good defensively. Then you have him yeah. at offense, who was a stud. Granted, he was putting needles in his butt, but still, he was a stud. And I agree with you, which is why Pudge <laughs> is probably up there for me, one or two. And that's with Johnny Bench in the mix. Johnny Bench so you is go- number one. We'll see. This is where I gotta go look at my opinion of how I decide. <laughs> I mean, th- that, that's my top three right there, and I'm sure Yachty ends up number three. You know what? That would be a really good discussion because because I I that's that's one of the, the one of the discussions that got me a a weird thing on on a Discord post. Uh, <laughs> people were attacking me. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You got your yeah. You did. Uh. But so uh, save that and, for the offseason. That's a great offseason that we can do a whole episode on catchers. Oh, just Yachty. Yachty versus everybody. I can do that too. <laughs> uh all right. So we have Wilson Contreras, finally a good offensive catcher. Uh, he does he I will say he does he, he's a little he's good defensively. He's just good. Um yeah. Mm, let's agree with above average. Fine, I will. I will meet you at above average. Okay, I will not just say he's just average, above average though. But um, but no, we finally have a power bat as a catcher. That's a great thing to see. Um, so when it comes and then our DH, this guy has been kicking major butt right now, and he's going to be. Swapping back and forth with Brendan Donovan uh, for uh, playing time in defense is Nolan Gorman.
You know Noah Gorman's playing well. <laughs> he is play. He is much improved. Um, no, a, in all reality, yeah, everything you just said is correct. And um, and, and straight out, he has exceeded my expectations in his growth thus far into spring training. If this continues, I will be very happy with his development and want continued and want to continue to see more of it prolonged. Well, so I'm very happy yeah. with where Nolan Gorman is right now. But I'd rather see him just be a DH. He has he has a different stance. He has yep. uh his, he has a he has a different stance. He's hitting the ball harder. And he's shown that he has a glove now. Well, not a glove. Hang on. A better glove. There we go. And he still doesn't quite have the speed to cover to be a second baseman with no shift. So that's where I want to see what happens. Right. This is why I'm I'm not getting too excited yet, but I got to give the guy credit because it's due. You know, he looks much better, much more prepared. But um, breaking news, not breaking news. Uh, USA versus Columbia has started. This is the first pitch, and it's a ball to Mookie Betts. Oh, we're finally the away team. Nice. Yeah, we're finally the away <laughs> team. That's why I was like, okay. That's why I was like looking at. It. I was like, all no, right. Because because at first I was like, are we just gonna be? Are we just gonna be a home team? Because we're playing in the, in the U.S. We should. That's how it should be. But no, it's not fair. So. Anyways, U.S. versus we, Columbia. We were on the we road win this against game. Mexico. We were on the road against Mexico, basically. <laughs> they, That's fine. Had, they, they, they kicked our well, butts. Uh, yeah, you're telling me. They were real good. They looked real good that night. Uh, but, uh-huh. um, but, yeah, so when it comes down to uh, Nolan Gorman – and when it comes down to um, what's his name, what your name? No, Mason Wynn. Should we call me? Uh, should we call him out? What? I don't know where should you're we, going right now. Should no, like, like, uh, like, like we have. I'm going over like the young guys right now. Okay. Uh, because we just got uh. I was I gave a little rundown through the whole entire uh, team, and right. then I transitioned to Nolan Gorman, and then Juan Yespez was going to come after uh, we discussed Mason Wynn. My apologies. Gotcha. Uh, I thought we were going to Juan Yespez first. I was like, Mason Wynn, hold on, where are you going? <laughs> uh, Mike Trout just hit a stand-up triple. Oh, you're ahead of me. Uh, so, so then, okay, so Mason Wynn. At the start of spring training, said he's not even trying to make the MLB roster. He's trying to make a Triple A roster. Should the Cardinals call him up? <laughs> Hold on, yeah. you, you just talked about the entire lineup, and I didn't get to rebuttal. Oh yeah, talk about it. Yeah, Sorry you just want to keep jumping through. But before that, we got to pay some bills. So I'll be all sit back, relax, and listen to Josh Lewis for a minute. Oh, this is great. It'll go. All right, so I'm a baseball guy, and my goal is to actually see a game in every Major League Baseball stadium. Now, I'm more than a third of the way there, and I never buy from the team's websites. SeatGeek is my first stop whenever I'm heading to a new city for a ball game. Now, obviously, they've got some other sports, as well as concert tickets, Broadway, comedy. I mean, you name it. And now for BSN listeners, they're actually offering you 20 bucks off your first ticket purchase. So just use the code BSN, that stands for Variety Sports Network. So that's BSN to save 20 bucks. So put that to use for some food or for some drinks at whatever event you are wanting to attend. Again, that code is BSN to save 20 bucks on your first SeatGeek purchase. I had to get that out there. We were at the 40 minute mark. Well, we didn't well, have him the last time, so let, let me get this uh, rebuttal going real quick. Yeah, my apologies. I I I, I, I go rapid right. fire sometimes. I that's it's all good, me. man. I was just like, hold on a second, um, because we wanted to talk about where play where will guys go. Oh right, yep, yeah. But I totally walked over that. It's all right. It's all good, man. 
no big deal. So we're going to go back. To, we're going to pull back a little bit before we get to make some win because that's going to lead. That's We're going to get there. So let's talk about where our guy's going to go. We, If Jordan Walker makes the cut because we only have 39 men on the 40-man roster right now with um, the kid getting picked up by Detroit. I can't remember who it was at the, at the moment. But um, it, did that just open a spot for Jordan Walker? And if Jordan Walker's on the team, you know, for outfielders, you have Jordan Walker, Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newbar, Juan Yepes. There's no spot for Moises Gomez to ever get called up this season then. <laughs> well, he's he's a glorified DH. <laughs> well, I know. That's what I'm saying. He would just be a DH. <laughs> he's um, not going to play in the outfield. His, outf- his, his fielding, from what I've heard, is – Shaky at best. Yeah. Um, he's there for his bat, I know. But if you had to assign him a position, he would assign him outfield. Right. And hope they never hit it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love your bat if you're watching the show for some reason. Love your bat. Can't wait to see you in the majors. Um, but, I mean, where will everybody go? Like, there's just not enough space. Because you got to talk about your infield. Like you said, you got either your corners are locked. Tommy can play short or second. It doesn't matter. Donovan can play both positions. It looks like Tommy's going to be the short, and, and Donovan's going to be at second. Share time with Donovan, you know, here and there if he needs to be moved around. But then, okay, so then you got Contreras catching. You got Kisner catching. You need another infielder. So who are you going to have? Is Burleson going back down? Um, you still got PDG. PDJ on the team. So he's just sitting there eating eating money and not even doing anything for you. I wish I was. I there. mean, where's everybody <laughs> gonna go? Like, I don't I don't know how they're gonna play it out. I don't know um what they're gonna do, but like you were about to say, what I was gonna lead into, and then you gotta add Mason Wynn to the mix because if you believe he's earned a roster spot, that's you can't have him up and him not be playing. So does that mean you move Edmund back over to short second? You keep winning it short. Now what do you do with Donovan? Oh, crap. He can play outfield, too. Now are we trading O'Neal and Carlson and getting pitching? Are we trading Donovan and getting pitching? Are we trading uh, Newt Bar and getting pitching? I mean, now you've got all these options. Where is everybody going to go, though? What's really going to happen? And, and I'm not sure yet. I don't know if they know what they're going to do. Are they going to loan PDJ first? I'm sure they would. Um, I think they'd do that in a heartbeat if they could. What, get rid of him? Yo, yeah, they could oh, unload yeah. somebody for a bag of balls. I think they would. That's being generous. Just give me the bag. <laughs> That's just give me the bag. Wow, man. That's disrespectful. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not. That's, that's downright disrespectful. <laughs> I'm not even that mean. Shoot. Um are we stacked? Get <laughs> are, are we stacked, or do we really have a stacked lineup? I don't know. There, there's a lot of what ifs in there about what players could be, um, and we have high hopes. Obviously, we both have high hopes. I want to see a World Series three or four years too early. Uh, I want to see Jordan Walker up and playing. Um, but if I'm, if, am I going to be mad if Jordan Walker doesn't make the opening day lineup? Personally, no, I'm not. Um, do I think it'd be a little disrespectful if he continues to play the rest of spring, spring training the way he's played now, especially once the guys come back from the WBC and he's seeing more major league pitching and he carries that on, even with a little bit of a downtick? I think it'd be disrespectful, but I would understand it. Go let him play AAA for a month. Let him just rake. I mean, absolutely rake. Hit 15 home runs to open the season. Bat six a month? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking just gone smash. 15 in a month. Fine. Right. 10. 10. I mean, just let him go. Just like eight. Get the feeling himself. <laughs> well, Moises Gomez can hit 10 in a month, so Jordan should too. No, that guy. That guy's just pure power. Jordan's holding more than that. I agree with Warren. I would like to see a World Series before Goldie and Nato are too old. I completely agree. Um, and I hope they don't waste away their prime. But, no, I mean, I'm excited to see what this team's going to do, but I am stupid nervous about it because I'm just not sure. I, I fear that PDJ is going to be on that opening day roster 
when he shouldn't be. And he's just going to ride the pine pony. I can do a mean impression of him. Really? Yeah, hang on, I'll show you. Why don't you share with the group? All right. This is me as Paul DeYoung hitting a, uh, being like in the batter's box. Ready? And strike three. Okay, ready? That's all he's good for. He's good for just posing. He's good at striking out and looking like he does not care. That's all he does. It bothers me. And then his face doesn't even look disappointed. He just goes like this. Nothing bothers him, man. He he looks like that. cucumber. He's like that one meme um, from that one uh, cricket match where that one guy's going like this. If you know what I'm talking about, it's yeah. If, yeah, you, look up cr- if you look up cricket fan meme, you'll see him just going like, Ugh, he bothers me. I can't stand him. That's a funny meme because I see you see it all the time with all different setups, exactly. On. But, but yeah, so, so like, so like Mason wins playing very well. I don't think he's gonna get called up because. Of reasons, but Jordan Walker is like the only one I can think of that gets called up. It, he makes sense. He makes sense. I mean, he'll sell tickets. Oh, absolutely. People people want to see him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he will sell tickets. He will sell jerseys. Um, he will bring in a lot of money to the organization. That's why I say sign him. You know what? I'd even do... Oh, we talked about this last episode. What? When we were talking about uh, rookie contracts and how people, how uh, uh, owners are like getting ahead of them being too expensive. Right. So they're like signing him for like 10 years for $100, $200 million. And you're like, dang, that's a good deal. (laughs) I mean, I I would do 15 years. At 12 and a half a year. You know what? 40 years. Make sure he never leaves. <laughs> For $800 million. <laughs> I'd do that in a heartbeat. Personally, I would sign that contract. I'd do whatever. Oh, no, no. I, do. You know what? I'd sign any contract that MLB gave me um, without so hesitation. <laughs> we need you to be a bat boy. Okay. I'd do it. That'd be a bad way to be so awesome. You can just meet all the players. Oh, my. And, I, yeah, yeah. They won't talk to you, but uh, and if they do, that's awesome. <laughs> well, eventually they're going to talk. It's right. going to happen. You're there, I'm you're extroverted. That much. I'm extroverted. They'll be like, man, you're an extroverted guy. I'll be like, yeah, I am. Want to talk? Sure. <laughs> so let, let's talk about – so we both agree. There, there's a lot of positive on the offensive side of the ball for us. There's a lot of positive for our defense. Uh, there, there's a lot of things to be positive and hopeful for this season. But we'll, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of it, shall we? Yeah. You think our pitching still sucks? Yes. I say you're wrong. Because I'm going to give you the same reasons our pitching doesn't suck as you give me is that our, our team is so stacked. Because if, if, and if this happens, then the Cardinals are going to be just fine. And let me tell you those ifs, 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 and then whatever other ifs I come up with. So if Jack Flaherty can be Jack Flaherty of old, which he's shown he's he's That's just there. health. That's just health. All right, but he can't stay healthy. So that's right. what I'm saying. That, he's like, he's, like he hasn't had a down year. He's just hurt. Okay, fine. That's worse. I'd rather a player have a down year and then bounce back. But but no, that's the thing. He's hasn't had a bad year. He's just hurt. Or playing while hurt. Okay. Whatever. Fine. We'll have a healthy Jack Flaherty to, to, to ease his ears. Um, you know, if Steven Matz pitches the way he's pitched his last couple of appearances, who crap, that's a good left-hander pitching really, really well. If Wayno can eat 170 innings or 160 innings this season, 
that helps the bullpen. If Miles Michaelis can be the horse he was last year, we're in really good shape with our pitching, let alone Ryan Helsley looks good right now. You forgot um, about Monty. Jordan looks good. Hold on, I'm coming back. You ruined my thing. <laughs> Anyways, fine. Monty does what he did for us last year. That'd be great. He was going to kind of be my icing on top because he's a lefty. It's all good. Um, but Helsley looks good right now. Jordan Hicks looked good today. Um, Tinkins we're not going to see this year, but oh my gosh, if you haven't got to see any video of Tinkins, go look him up. Oh, he's Inkin right now. Yeah, he's 19 years old. He already throws upper 90s and with sick, sick movement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's. And it's because it's not like the ball slows down and he gets sick movement. It's He throws the ball hard and has move. It's almost like Jordan Walker here. His slider cuts at, seven, at 94 miles an hour or whatever it is. It's very similar. Jordan different hits. direction, different cut. Yeah. You said a walker. Oh, my apologies. Jordan Hicks, yes. My apologies. Too many Jordans. Jordan, 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 Jordan. It's a cool Jordan name. You know? <laughs> my wife's really cool name is Jordan. Huh? My wife's middle name is Jordan. One of my oh, best friend's goodness. wife's name is Jordan. See, you can't get away from Jordans. They're just too cool. So, my bad. Wrong Jordan. Uh, the, this team will be, should be just fine if, if, and if the pitching is what we need it to be. Heck, even Dakota Hudson has looked better. Not, not good enough to be starting, but he's looked better. Um, hell, Drew Verhagen looks good. And um, Jake Woodford is looking good. Like Jake, Jake Woodford has the best pitching stats on the team right now. No, no, Both Jake strikeouts, Woodford, best I, best ERA. I've always been a fan of his. Personally. Yeah, I just don't. I feel like he never gets a fair shake. So, no. I mean, and Warren said I'm expecting a lot. No, Warren, these are the things I'm hoping happen. Um, I expect Jack Flaherty to get hurt at some point in the season. I expect Jordan <laughs> Montgomery to have a, a two or three game skid. Um, I expect we Wayno to exceed expectations. I mean, that was funny. I expect, I expect Jordan Hicks to, to fall apart for a month and a half. Um, I hope Ryan Helsley is no. I mean, I get what you're saying to your point, but I, I don't want to want you to misconstrue or think what I'm thinking is crazy. I expect the worst. I hope for the best. Well, um, well, well, I'm that the, kind well, of a person. Thing is, the thing is, we are talking about the ifs, and you do have a good point. If our team plays the way that it is that we know is capable of, we're not just talking. We're not talking like we're like homers, which we are homers, but in a way of like like if we were Ace fans, we can't be talking like this. No. Like like the reason why we're talking like this is because we know that the ability of the team that we have currently can play at a high level and can play as a top five, maybe higher team. But will they? I'm thinking we're going to be top 10, maybe top 15. We're making the playoffs. I know that for a fact. <laughs> well, we better. If we don't like, then if we don't make the playoffs, it's because the Cubs came out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, that'll be what does it. Facts. 100%. It's not going to be Milwaukee. It's not going to be Cincinnati, and it ain't going to be Pittsburgh. It's going to be Chicago. They did this little quick retool, give everybody a second chance to reboot reboot their careers, and they all end up coming to life in the same season. Right. Well, Bellinger uh, looks I like will... he did three years ago. <laughs> well, they also have that one uh, that one rookie I'm a huge fan of, and it sucks that he's a Cub. Is Pete Crow, Pete Crow Armstrong. Oh, yeah, you were talking about him the other night. Man's a stud. And it hurts that he's a cub. I don't, I, I don't want to root for him, but man's good. So they got that. Um, Nico Horner's really, really good. Uh, yeah. Um, they got that Morel. He's fun to watch, dude. He's good player, good player. Um, so my parents got me tickets to a Cardinals game against the Cubs last year. First time I've ever got to see the Cubs in person. In my entire life, and um, it was excellent. He's but I got to guy. watch this kid play, and yeah, he's good.
but yeah, I mean, I get I get what you're saying on that, but I don't know, man. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of upside for this team. Uh, I I think the ceiling is high. I think the the floor is fairly high as well. If you want to be honest, um, that that's kind of where I'm at on this team. I have I have high expectations. I expect a division win. I want to see uh, league championship series uh, debut or appearance. There goes the word I was looking for appearance. Uh, anything less than that would be a failure for me this year. I'm at uh, NLC uh, NLCS. The championship series. Yeah. Did you say? Did you say? Did you say league yeah. division series? I said league championship series. Oh, my NLCS. fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. No, you're good. I thought you were going to say division series. I was like, oh, you're taking it easier on. No, no. I because we can play up to that level. If we lose in the National League Championship, I'm hurt. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? This is this is not bad. You know, I. This this is next year is going to be great. Because DeYoung will, if he's still on the team somehow, will be gone for sure. Hallelujah. We'll have Mason Wynn, who's going to be our Jordan Walker next season. Um, Graceffo may have more of an opportunity. Do you think he's going to get called up? I don't know, man. He's having a rough spring. No, I know. I know. But we can't let spring. Okay. So this is what we can't do. We can't let spring training define these players. Oh no, I completely understand that. Because I'm saying, because he's, he, he's having a rough spring. If he gets called up, I think it would be around, you know, Fourth of July. Well, well, like, um, well, like, uh, you, these guys should be playing spring training like it's the World Series, and uh, which means they need to play at one hundred and fifty percent. And so it, it is it is concerning, but we do see those prospects that are playing at 150 with, with no issues. And so um, has Walker or Wynn done anything bad yet? Not that I've heard of or seen. Obviously, obviously like all the o- games are at noon, so I only get to listen to them on the radio. Obviously, offers happen. You know, who cares? But like, oh, like, like overs like numerous of times. Yeah, that's an issue. But they, you can go a game without hitting the ball. Who cares? It's not a big deal. It's baseball for crying out loud. It's yeah. a game of failure. You have to fail to be good. It's brutal. <laughs> it's hundred percent true though. You gotta fail. Oh yeah. Um. But anything else you want to cover tonight? That we haven't talked about. Uh, hang on, I'm trying to think. Walker. Oh, who's team MVP for the year? Yeah, who's your prediction? Last year was Goldie for reasons. He won I mean, I would have to go with Arenado. He's the safest bet. I'm thinking Arenado. Most improved. Probably Lars Newbar. Or Nolan. I know Gordon. you don't. I know. I know we don't want this to happen, but biggest regression. I think we have to say Brendan Donovan because there's no way he's going to do what he did last year. Well, so he has to do better than what he did last year. Again, rookie. See, I don't rookie, know if he can. Because rookie, rookie, rookie years, you you barely do better. Well, like like I said, with rookie rookie years, you don't have rookies hitting 300. You have them hitting like 260 and higher. Yeah, and but he was ridiculous last year. Huh? He was ridiculous last year. Right, right. But he he has a killer eye. His eye is getting compared to Juan Soto's eye. Yeah, I know. I get it. But we'll see. I mean, he's the one I fear. I either That's the one I fear regressing the most. Right. I think he's that important to the team. Um, biggest regression, though. 
The one I would hate to see would be Wayno. Hasn't oh well. The end of last season, he said that he was hurt the mm, whole time yeah. and never talked about it. So I can't can't really say anything on that. I can just say that's poor leadership on his half behalf. He's just he's getting older, so I don't know how his body's going to take the season. Um, I hope he does all right. I hope they watch his pitches, but that's the one that I it'll bother me the most if he has a regression. No, right, right, yeah. So. Um, yeah. I just didn't think the team was all that great last year outside of Arenado and Gold, Goldie. So, and Donovan. I, so for me I to pers- pick a regression, that's tough. My my regression might hurt people, uh, hurt Cardinal fans, but I'm going to say it because I see it as more likely. Tommy Edmund. Not based on how he's playing in the WBC. You had a little regression last season. Unless he figures it out, I would not be surprised if he regressed even more. But as long as his defense still stays among the best in the league, he's worth having in the lineup. Right, right. He's a good last hitter because when he hits, he hits well. And then he'll revert that lineup and he also has a speed. But, yeah, I, he worries me a little bit. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I like I those questions at the cool. end. That was good. Because we didn't talk about any of that. You think it would be gold? You don't think it would be gold if he played f- far in uh, last year? That is true. He had the best season of his career. <laughs> and he's older. I mean, yeah. that, does make, that that is a good point. That's a very good point. Um, I don't know. I just don't see Goldie regressing. That would that would shock me if he did. Let's put okay. That, that right, would shock would, me if he regressed this season. I would be appalled. I think he could regress, but it won't be the biggest regress. What like the like I was asking like the biggest regression. He will regress. I think he'll be two ninety. Okay, but still 290, still amongst the best in the league. No, right, right. But he bet. That's why I can't call that a regression. Yeah, that's a slight regression. Okay, yeah, that's big enough. It's a slight one. Like you, you, can't, you, you can't hate him on it's like Pete when Mike Trout. He batted 285 last season, his worst season of his career, and had 40 jacks. <laughs> like I would love that guy. I would love to have a regression season like that. That would be a nice regression. Oh my gosh! I still was one of the best players in the league, and I didn't have. Oh, that. He's stupid. He's ridiculous. Like, oh my goodness! I'm a. I, I like. I like Chad a lot. He he needs to leave Anaheim. Oh, absolutely. Come to St. Louis. We'll treat. We'll 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 treat you right. Probably. <clears throat> You're probably right. Um, Stay with Otani. Bring him to Lars um, Mukar's best friend. Bring him up, baby. Bring him on over. And bring it on over to Liquorville. If you ever seen that <laughs> SNL sketch. Yeah, uh, I believe that. with with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's a Justin, Justin Timberlake to SNL sketch. Uh, I is that the same one with uh, the box? Yeah. Wait, no. Okay, then no, I've seen it. No. No. No, it's not. No. Okay. Are you talking? Are you talking about the Lonely Island song? The Christmas it's song. My, yeah, it's my. Yeah. Hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love that song. <laughs> See, if, it was, if it was in that one, then I've seen it. But every single holiday. All right. Just stop. Before you get us canceled. <laughs> um, but that's all I got for this week. Jordan, if you got nothing else, um, don't forget Glorious Batters is on Friday night. Seventh inning stretch is on Friday night. We got a very special seventh inning stretch next Monday night where it's going to be the whole baseball crew is going to be there on and off. So don't forget about that. Put that in your schedules. Put your clicker reminder on YouTube for that. And um, 
you know, we appreciate you guys coming on. Have a fantastic week and a great weekend. And we will see you guys later.